Hey everybody, uh, this is a Flophouse Mini. Normally we talk about a bad movie or mm-hmm. such, but uh, on off weeks we do, you know, we just take the road less traveled by. Mm-hmm. And a tiny, that makes tiny all the baby. difference. What? <laughs> we, we travel by a tiny little baby. That's yeah, we the travel. Mini. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. We travel by a baby. We say, hi baby. We wave to it on the side of the road. We don't uh-huh. worry that... It has no parents around, <laughs> and it's like uh, an under the skin when a child. No, no, it's it's one of those new babies that can take care of themselves. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, well, the new ones they have coming out now. Oh, anyway, man. the point is, uh, on these minis, we uh, do something. I mean, a did little... you guys you guys ever notice that on Muppet Babies, their supposed nanny is just socks? She's not a real person. She's just an ambulatory pair of socks. There's nothing above those socks. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Did you ever think about that? How does she? I... How does she change their diapers? With her, with her toes, I guess <laughs> we, we, we've got to assume so. I yeah, mean, that's, that's pretty cool. The the socks are kind of like a Tim Burton sandworm too. Uh, in uh-huh. that they're striped. You're just saying yeah. that they're striped. That's all. In that they're striped. Yeah, that's the way I describe da- stripes. Dan, Dan walks said... by a barber shop and he goes, "Ah, a sandworm." <laughs> yeah. He goes, "No, it's just a barber pole, Dan." <laughs> Look over yeah. there, a sandworm, a tiny one. It's just a candy cane, Dan. Uh-huh. If, if a criminal escapes from jail. And they're asking me for a description. I'm like, I don't know. They ran past me in a shirt that looked like a Tim Burton sandworm. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, but, you know, criminals uh, usually wear like orange jumpsuits, not not the black and white striped <laughs> uh, robber you, tops that Hamburger the, wears. Yeah, are you thinking of the Beagle Boys? <laughs> I'm thinking of the Beagle Boys. I'm almost always thinking of the oh, Beagle guys, Boys. Guys, you remember that that famous story when uh, when Madison Square Garden thought they had booked the Beastie Boys, but it was actually the Beagle Boys, and they <laughs> yeah. just robbed all the ducks in the audience? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was that was, that was that was Mallardson Square Garden. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, uh, anyway, the oh, point no. is, <laughs> normally we are a podcast about bad movies. This is an off week, and I just wanted to say to you guys, we've talked a lot about bad movies, and occasionally uh, we've done some bad TV in our bonus episodes, but there's a lot of other bad media out there we just there is Dan, there, there is Dan McCoy, and I'm Elliot Kalen, and the other one is Stuart Wellington. Continue, okay. Dan. Just thought I'd get that business out of there. Oh, I'm sorry. There's <laughs> also is bad podcasts, that I forgot that... After you guys talked for 10 minutes, we hadn't introduced ourselves. <laughs> I mean, yes, usually I'm you Dan start McCoy. with the introduction, but yeah, so there's a lot of other bad media out there, Dan. There's I was a lot thinking... of other bad media out there. I, I thought we were leaving some money on the table. So in this mini, I'd like to focus on some bad t-shirts. So this is a bad media money mini t-shirt edition. Yeah. Now, in the spirit of synopsizing the plots of movies, mm-hmm. I'm going to describe to you guys... Some Big Johnson t-shirts. The 90s premier source of penis-based double entendres. And I just want to... I'm going to pull one up. And this is not to be confused with huge Woody's brand of t-shirts. No, no. no. For, for For the young people listening at home... Enormous Johnson's was a brand of cartoon T-shirt, not based on any pre-existing IP property, <laughs> but just which is a redundant thing to say. The P and IP is property, but it just about a nerdy-looking guy who, off-camera, has a huge penis. And for some reason, this was considered not only acceptable in middle schools nationwide, but mandatory <laughs> that yeah. children had to wear it in middle schools, along with the co-ed naked sports league uh, T-shirts, which were also very big at the time. Yeah. 
And this, so like, Big Johnson guy is always standing next to something, like, big and suggestive of a phallus, right? Well, don't, yeah, just, just don't, you know, don't get ahead of ourselves. I'm going to okay, describe yeah, you yeah. to the let audience. Me pump, uh, let me pump the brakes but when you of said, my penis-shaped uh, car. When you said Big Johnson guys, I thought you were talking about the guys who wore Big Johnson, Johnson t-shirts, in which case uh-huh. you were talking about the coolest guys <laughs> in the world. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, so this first uh, uh, T-shirt says, "And Dan, John- Dan, the, what? these are all from your personal collection." Yeah, <laughs> yes, these are from the <laughs> Dan McCoy archives uh, housed in the Smithsonian. Yeah, they're um, they're, they're on mannequins that have uh, Dan McCoy faces projected on them, like the John Paul Gaultier Museum. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, like right. the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this first shirt has Johnson. And bright orange letters, and then much smaller letters, fishing rods. Uh, the legend. Uh, so, so there's a there's a picture here. Oh, and oh, what a legend it is! The legend <laughs> of Johnson fishing rods. There's a picture here. There, um, there's a uh, person um, in the back who's who's driving the boat, and then there's uh, three. Oh, we just learned there's a boat. Okay. They're on a boat. There's uh, three <laughs> ladies in bikinis. Sure. And there's this uh, sort of nerdy-looking fellow in the front with uh, the orange uh, glasses of the same shade of Johnson, uh-huh. and uh, he's got a he's got a fishing Wait, as, rod. As, as orange glasses of the same shade of Johnson. Yeah. Oh, sorry, or the, the, word, the Johnson. word Johnson. Yes. Okay, thank um, you. I was like, Dan, your Johnson should not be you orange. Know, this is <laughs> unless like... you've been unless you've been indulging in what I would call self pleasure by Cheeto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You should. It should be more of a uh, of a Caucasian flesh well, color is, in your this case. This is '90s um, quality color printing. So I would say there seems to be. Let's see. Let's count up the colors. There's the orange, <laughs> one. There's black, two. Blue, three. Yellow, four. Brown, five. And then there's sort of a, a greeny blue, six. Now, so that's I remember these. I remember these Johnson T-shirts as being much more professional looking than say. The Ninja Turtles or Simpsons t-shirts my dad would buy on his mm-hmm. way home from work in the city back to New Jersey, which uh-huh. always had the colors of the characters totally wrong. Well, I guess. These are more professional than bootleg t-shirts, less professional yeah. than basically any other t-shirt. And um, so there are three uh, bikini ladies. One of them's holding... <laughs> on their way to the manger. They're on, <laughs> they're on, they're on a boat. One of they're following Enormous up. Johnson to where the new shepherd lord is born. <laughs> One of them is holding a bait can. One of them is holding a, a can of some sort of drink of indeterminate type. I assume some sort of sweet brew. Uh, the the it's like the, a lemonade. The um the boat has the uh, the name of the boat is Catchin' Snapper, and a font that I've never seen on a boat before. Just sort of a font that you might find on a word processor. Well, like but wings Dan- or something. Yeah, and and Dan, you know boats. If there's anyone who knows boat fonts, it's yeah, Dan it's Boat Font McCoy, <laughs> the man who literally wrote the book about maritime topography. It's called <laughs> Words on the Water and Fire in Your Eyes. Now, oh, I think wow. a guide in the history to maritime topography. Topography, but well, um, and the slogan underneath is "It's easy to reel them in when you've got a big Johnson." Now that is a that is a double entendre. Referring to the size of this uh, unprepossessing gentleman's uh, penis. Uh, yeah. Apparently he has a larger penis than you would expect. Now, what, what, and the name what of the it, boat is also a double entendre. 
Yeah. Wait, really? Since, as snapper being uh, a a term for, I guess the kind of vagina that just bites your dick right off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like in the movie Teeth. Exactly, like in the movie Teeth or the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Stuart, what were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, does this fella, does he have a look on his face like he's surprised or he's got like a secret <laughs> or? He's just kind of, like this is, um, the. I mean, like. So How puckish kind of does he ad- look? How puckish? How impish? <laughs> he looks a little impish, a little puckish. I think these escalate as they go on uh, to some degree. Um, this one, now, he just kind of looks bemused at his luck. Uh-huh. And having this uh, above average uh, fishing reel slash penis. Yeah. So you're saying okay. you're saying his he's got a classic "it's a living" type expression. Is yeah. that what I'm guessing? So, Except what he's saying is it's a penis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is shirt number one of twenty. Sh- I'm assuming shirt, shirt number <laughs> shirt number one of five. Okay. Now the, uh, oh, then, uh, I, then I do have time, Dan. How does this relate to, are you familiar with the Happy Fisherman iconography? Which I, is, of I course, am not. Okay, this is something that a, a fellow Daily Show writer had up in his office, which shows yeah. the difference when you're at a comedy show. Uh, this is an image of a fisherman who, from the waist up, appears to just be a regular fisherman, just wading waist deep into the water. And from the waist down, under the water, you can see that he is pantsless and a fish is fishlating him <laughs> under the water. Oh, wow, now that's, Dan's loving it. Now, that's the kind of thing you would see. That's more of a 1970s, I guess, type of novelty item. This is more of a 1990s. You know, um, yeah. yep. I like that guy's sort of like take life as it comes attitude. Yeah. He's like, he's like, but wait, I thought I ordered the fish sticks. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's now you have to assume. Now, the Jordan, edit is, that he, out. Edit my yeah, joke Jordan, out. And ma- no, no, keep it. Jordan, put highlight it. In. Put some applause Jordan, in after put it. Put up the like, crank up the funny by twenty percent on that joke. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, just put just put humor it up by about fifty to sixty percent. Yeah. Uh, now the question is: Did this fisherman intend for this to happen, or is this a Ray Stans dream sequence, dream sequence in Ghostbuster type scenario? Yeah. You'll never. Yeah, you, uh, no one uh, will a lucky know. accident. Now, uh, the second shirt, the Big Johnson logo has evolved a lot in this one. It's it's more of kind of a, you know, it's it it, it, it it's got more attitude or batitude yeah. or ratitude, as you might. Oh yeah, so it's say. it's like it's like backwards. Uh, it's like the way that Death's logo went from like super cool and like sketched on to like more serious. This is like it's going backwards. It's regressing yeah. to even cooler and weirder. This, awesome. This. Logo's great, great. Big Johnson, and then it uh, it's a bait shack. Big Johnson bait shack. Okay. Oh, so he's still fishing, continuing the nautical theme. Okay. Continuing uh-huh. fishing. There's um, some like there's all sorts of shenanigans in the background. Like this is a, like a Jack Davis sort of <laughs> cartoon. Sergio like Aragones. Well, it's, a, I, he might he might have been doing art for the uh, for the classic comedy film. It's a big, 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 big dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to describe everything that's going on in the background, but we got uh, a guy who's frozen in the ice machine. Someone's being strangled by uh, worms. Um, <laughs> also, another guy seems to be being attacked by an octopus. Now, now, real quick, Dan, are those mm-hmm. actual worms or is it just something that's stripey? <laughs> Uh, no, these are actual worms. Yeah, they could be socks, robbers, An American socks flag. and robbers. <laughs> and in the foreground, there is a zebra. Uh, 
sort of a short gentleman who uh, assumedly has the Big Johnson of the title. Yeah. And he is surrounded by, he's got two women flanking him. Their uh, bathing suits appear to have shrunk in the wash. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, an upsetting thing to happen. He's got a. <laughs> but yet pop- they're still wearing them like real troopers. Yeah. They've got a pop, he's got a popcorn style bucket full of worms, one of which is huge. It is drooping over the bucket. It really looks more like entrails than a worm. I assume this uh-huh. is to suggest a human phallus, but it looks like when Jenny Annie Dots. Uh, pulls up, you know, her like yarn, and you're like, is she? Did she rip someone's stomach out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the legend Gave somebody beneath, the blood eagle. <laughs> the legend beneath it says, "You won't need to be a master baiter when she sees the size of your Johnson." So that's that's a that's a ribald t-shirt. Yeah, I mean that's pretty yeah. straightforward. That's, yeah, it's uh, they're not really hiding it there. Now, uh, you guys might be wondering. I had to. I, I was having trouble imagining what Dan was describing, so I did a Google search for this. And you'd be happy to know. Yes, you can buy this image on a Christmas ornament. Oh wow! Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So uh, the next one I have here, in case is... in case you wanted to give your Christmas tree more of a leisure suit Larry vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The next one here I have is uh, the Big Johnson School of Martial Arts. Now I know what you're worried about. Uh-huh. Are there? Um, depictions of Asian people that are stereotypical and terrible. Uh, there is, there does appear to be one uh, Asian man in the background, kind of a caricature maybe of like uh, a Bruce Lee, but he, you know, not, not like ridiculously. Like it's mostly sure. just your Caucasian big Johnson better than fans. sixteen candles raves Dan McCoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. <laughs> It's not a sixteen candles. Which, like, it's also on his on his uh, sixteen candles DVD. It says not as good as this Big Johnson novelty shirt. <laughs> raves Dan McCoy. So there's a lot of people just sort of fighting in the background. One of them is wearing um, like he's got a, a, a sport jacket and a Henley on, and he's got a, he's holding a hat in his hands. Not really sure why he's in this dojo. But um, (laughs) the guy who assumedly has this big Johnson, um, there's a a woman in a karate gi leaning over with cleavage, and he has split the the wood in front of him, uh, by my count, uh, five planks, um, theoretically with his penis because it is right at his penis that the split has occurred and you can see that his underwear has fallen down and um the legend for this one says it's not the color of your belt but what's below it that counts and i i assume that by below the belt they're referring again to genitals and not to his uh, big toe or his knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we can't know tendon. for sure because they're all, it's all below that belt. Yeah. No, science hasn't done any research into this. Um, this matter now. Okay, so so we're now, Dan, almost. Dan, what I've, I I wanted to mention. I've been a little confused up to this point because when I was a kid, for some reason, I was under the impression that these were called enormous Johnson, not Big Johnson. I did some research. The character's name is Enormous Johnson. The I brand see. is Big Johnson. Oh, uh, so, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't so want my, to confuse those in, say, like a middle school or something. Yeah. No, you would get now, laughed out of school. It makes me wonder again what the E stands for. Uh, elevated. 
Elevated Normus <laughs> Johnson. That of course, Elevated. Yeah. It's a family name. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're gonna Enormous is gonna make an appearance at the very end here, but uh, the penultimate <laughs> shirt. Now here we've got what we've got is Johnson deep socket socket wrenches. Johnson very deep niche market socket yeah. <laughs> wrenches. <laughs> now we are at uh, what appears to be sort of a service station. Yeah, we're There's, like entering like Facebook targeted at t-shirt ads level. Yeah. <laughs> now there there's a car in the background and it's there's got like- <laughs> This car has flames on it, but it also looks like kind of a classic car, not an aerodynamic car. Like it, it looks like a bit of a buggy, but with flames on it. So it seems like they're confusing their sort uh-huh. of car person uh, obsessions. You know, it's, this is not a sports car. This is a classic car with flames, and then you got um, just a bunch of like, onlar- like a rat rod. Is yeah, that what that's called. <laughs> Yeah, there, I mean, there's some onlookers in the background. Uh, there's, you know, a, 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 a policeman who kind of looks like maybe he's a Don Nazi character who's swallowed something that doesn't agree so, with so him. Like a, so, like a, so like a fascist mobster, Don Nazi? Yeah, Don Nazi. Uh, there's, a, a, there's another uh, attendant who's wearing a Jughead hat, and his wrench is drooping. I mean, that's well, a so, crown, right? from Dan, we call those Leo Gorsi hats. Yeah, because I come from the olden days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, Dan, it seems like there's a lot going on in this shirt, so much so that I've forgotten what the original brand was. The, the brand, was sorry, again, Johnson socket wrenches, and I will get to yeah. Uh, now I'm getting to the main thrust of this, uh, if you will. Um, there's a again a woman who appears to have. Um, uh, large bosoms and has forgotten her bra based on the pointiness of what's going on and sure. uh, a short gentleman in the front holding a giant giant socket wrench um, over yeah, that's his like shoulder. A, that's like a cloud strife buster sword of socket wrenches. Yeah, I'm not really like <laughs> number one, he must be tremendously strong to hold this up. Yeah. Number two, I'm not really sure what um... Well, is what? it like a fireman's carry holds? Because you can actually carry a lot more than it seems like you can if you do it well, over your shoulders in that manner. Well, it's slung over his shoulder. I just, like, there's no socket that is going to fix, fix it's, uh, sorry, it's like, fit this mm-hmm. wrench. It's like Guts from Berserk, where you're like, this doesn't yeah. make sense at all, but I still like it. Yeah. And underneath that is the words, you'll always get a nut off when you've got a big Johnson. Now... Uh, Elliot and Sue, I don't know if you're aware of this. This is a reference to uh, human ejaculate. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I, no, no. I assume it's talking about removing like a bolt. Uh, uh-huh. from, okay. From something very. Maybe he's being. Maybe he's been hired to do some repair work on the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. and that's why he needs a socket wrench of that size. I thought it was uh, when you get like a slice of fancy cake and it's got some uh, whipped cream on top with like a single nut and you're like, I don't want to eat this fucking nut. I just <laughs> yeah, want flake cake, it baby. Off. Yeah, you got to get that nut use, off. Use your socket wrench and just swing it like a base, like a cricket mallet, or uh. croquet mallet. Just hit it off of there. Uh, so a cricket bat, I should say, not in the croquet mallet. So Dan, you're saying, so, but what's, so what kind of nut would that be? I don't understand. I can't believe uh, you just fucked up that sports metaphor, Elliot, that sports I, reference you I tried know. to make. <laughs> I, I should never have ever tried it at all. Now, Dan, <laughs> yeah. it seems like it, by not using a monkey wrench, they're leaving sort of a banana pun on the table. I hope that in the last shirt they rectify that. Is the last shirt a monkey wrench shirt? No, it zags on you there. Uh, this one here, finally, uh, enormous, 
shows up. Now I do want to point out it seems what? like it seems like it's the same characters, like it's the same bosomy woman and the same enormous. Oh yeah, well Johnson. they're like they're like uh, the eternal champion, you know, constantly recurring through time and space in mm-hmm. different but similar roles. Uh, forever forced to enact the same dramas, the same tragedies, uh, with only the illusion of free will, because as the the uh, the weights of time and the balances of the cosmos force their cold judgment, uh, Big Johnson and his paramour are repeatedly brought together and separated through mm-hmm. the uh, you know the machinations of what can only be called uh, an uncaring multiverse. <laughs> yeah, like a primordial <laughs> chaos. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. I kind of see like Big Johnson Socket Wrench as being like the Von Beck of the of the care of the the series, right? Mm, uh, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, lastly, this so wait. Is a... So I guess what? So him, the bait shop would be Jerry Cornelius, uh-huh. and uh, what? And the the rod would be Elric, because of course the fishing rod is Stormbringer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the name of his sword? It's. I thought it was Stormbringer. Oh, is it Stormbringer? I couldn't. I, for, oh no, you know what? I got it mixed up with. Uh, in my mind, I was worried I got it mixed up with Better Ray Bill's uh, hammer, which I think is called Stormbreaker. Yeah. Okay. Well, the final uh, T-shirt. Uh, finally, Elliot, your friend Enormous shows up. Uh, oh, finally. And, How's he doing? Uh, How's my old buddy E doing? Well, you know, <laughs> you'll be happy to know he has gone through medical school. He's yeah. Doctor Enormous Johnson. Yep. This oh, is wow. the this okay. is the post credit scene of the Big Johnson T-shirt episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Enormous Dr. finally <laughs> arrives. Finally, got, <laughs> have you heard of the Have you heard of the <laughs> shitty dick pun initiative? <laughs> Now, Dr. Johnson here, uh, now he has a thriving practice, it seems. Um, all, all women who are uh, <laughs> waving money in the air as if they're at, say, a busy bar, uh, something Stuart would be familiar with. Um, uh-huh. the, and uh, there's uh, one woman who is uh, on the uh, examination table. She seems shocked by the size of the... Uh, the doctor's tongue depressor, which he is holding under his arm like a surfboard. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, uh, a sexy nurse in the background. Uh, they're taking numbers as if you were at a deli. They're uh, serving patient number 104, apparently. And uh, yes, Dr. Johnson holding a big tongue depressor that says Johnson on it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's his own brand, or perhaps it's just a Johnson and Johnson. Sounds like depressor. a harsh recrimination of the United States healthcare system. But yeah, well, on, I mean, people, <laughs> people are, are going. People are, in so, are so desperate that they're just mobbing this one doctor, yeah. and all he has yeah. to provide is tongue depressors. That's the the bare minimum of or and maximum of medical care. I available. mean, yeah, it's surprising that he's being mobbed in this way. He uh, is wearing an extremely ill-fitting suit uh, some bags on his <laughs> shoes and he cannot seem to order the correct size of tongue depressor which seems to be <laughs> no well he, he the... accidentally or- accidentally ordered the king kong pack yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh this slogan is she'll always say ah when you're probing with a big johnson so that is again an unpleasant reference to the no. sexual congress between <laughs> Two people. I, the only, I, it's hard for me to think of anything less pleasant than that one, but I will. I would say he doesn't. He doesn't take insurance, but he will take ins her ins. That's oh, worse, no. right? Oh, that's. Uh, I mean it. Elliot, it's I've more belabor. Time and you're hired to write oh, for you. enormous Johnson shirts. Yeah, now, certainly Dan, you're hired to write for Dan's Twitter account. 
Now, now, uh, I was doing some some while we were we were talking. I was doing some googling because I was trying to look up other Johnson shirts that I remembered, and I saw one that I've never seen before, where it's him as a Confederate soldier with a kind of busty <laughs> Southern belle, and it says "Stand back, baby, because the South's gonna rise again." And somehow this is one of the less problematic of the big Johnson <laughs> shirts. No, yeah, it's a terrible, it's a terrible uh, uh, series of shirts. I uh, apologize for inflicting this concept <laughs> on everyone, but what's what's I, fantastic I, is that. I had totally forgotten the existence of these things. And yeah. then as soon as you said Big Johnson, I was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> the, the shirts that, like, the bad kid at summer camp would wear. Yeah, this was, uh, you know, this is a little bit of history for maybe <laughs> listeners who are 10 or more years younger than us to know the, the trash of yesteryear that people well, it's would got, put on it's their like, bodies. I, I do want to say that if anyone out there listening has access to any of these shirts and mails them to the flop house i will make sure that dan wears them the next time we do a live show <laughs> i didn't agree to that <laughs> i said yeah. i'll ma- i mean that's the thing you say, i think i'll I think make I sure convince- you're gonna yeah. beat me up there's gonna be a, a big they live style battle backstage and like, put it on <laughs> I was I was hoping that it would be more like uh, like trickery, like dangerous liaisons. <laughs> you you yeah. somehow have rigged a, one of a shirt that looks like Dan's normal shirt, and yet when you like pull a thread, it tears off, and, the, and one of these is underneath, and you don't pull it off till he walks right on stage. Yep. You know. Yeah. Well, I'll hold on to the string, and he'll go walking out on stage, ready to like receive the applause and accolades of the it's, listeners. And well, that's like that the, the gotta, first draft of that that Weezer song. To Booze and jeers. <laughs> the first of that draft that Weezer song was, if you want to see my Big Johnson shirt, just yeah. pull this thread as I walk away. And Dan, unknowing, will be turning around to reveal the back of the shirt <laughs> yeah. where the real action's happening. Stuart has made a shirt of spun sugar for me that will dissolve when he throws some water on it. <laughs> well, he has to pretend to throw the water. Yeah. Oh, 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 I spilled it. Oh, sorry. No time for you to change shirts. We got to go out on stage now. <laughs> Yeah, that classic Encyclopedia Brown mystery where they find a dead body and just a puddle of spun sugar, and they're like, how did this guy die? <laughs> he saw he was wearing an enormous, wearing an enormous Johnson shirt and was so distressed, he immediately committed suicide. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, he was stabbed with a knife made out of spun sugar. Okay, yeah. so, uh, so Dan, nobody, I think, nobody steal no. that. Nobody can steal that. That's T.M. Stuart Wellington, the spun sugar oh, yeah. um, mystery. Now, now, Dan, I'm glad you brought this up because, uh, as you said, this is yesterday's trash. Yesterday's trash is tomorrow's uh, strangely sacred art. And so just as every now and then there'll be like a like a gorgeous coffee table book of Tijuana Bibles, which were essentially throwaway vulgar trash of mm-hmm. the past, uh, there someday will be a a gorgeous Tashin coffee table book of Big Johnson images, and then 20 years after that, a Tashin book of deviant art pregnant Sonic <laughs> images. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there was, wasn't there a, uh, there's like, there's been art shows of bootleg Bart t-shirts, of like uh, bootleg Bart Simpson t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm, would not be shocked if there's been at least one art show of, uh, of Big Johnson shirts that Obviously, hopefully, are on their way as we speak to the Flophouse mail <laughs> I <the> mailbox. Mean, <laughs> as someone who owns three to four books that are just trashy VHS covers of uh-huh. the past, mm-hmm. I would totally uh, have a, a book that is 
dumb novelty t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be hilarious, I think. So how, how, much time, how much time do you spend selecting your novelty uh, art uh, coffee table books for when company come over? You're like, <laughs> well, this is Audrey's parents, so I should pull out the one of like vintage French erotica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just pull out that big butts book that Brett Ratner is reading in that one photo that gets circulated around the internet all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's well, that's like uh, my my in laws have a book on their shelf that just says erotic art along the side, and they have a lot of art books. I mean, that's the uh-huh. they, they they are they are aficionados, and I've never had the guts to like just walk <laughs> over and pick it up and look through it. Even now, yeah. even now, after I've been I've been married to their daughter for ten years, I've they, I've given them two grandchildren. I, yeah. I still am like not going to touch it. Can't you know? I'll be thrown like, out. Look, Elliot, this next thing I'm going to say, I wish your in-laws a long and happy life, but I'm imagining you at the funeral, like, sneaking away <laughs> to finally open this book. Just pretending I'm so overcome with emotion I have to leave, and I just tiptoe over to finally look your, in this forbidden tome. Your face tome. melts like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark well, I just, when you open I just it. assume if I picked it up, a net would fall on me from above and, and hoist me up. Like Hephaestus catching Ares and Aphrodite in the act. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that was <laughs> that was my many guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Dan, you know, I think I think that was a pretty big mini. Get it? Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, mm-hmm. Mini. Um, Wait, mini. Were you already going to do that bit? Uh, step on it. Yeah. Oh, me or Dan? Uh, no, I was wondering if Dan had like a big send off thing where he was no, like, no, I was just going to say, come uh, up with a pun. Know. No, no, it's it's my job to step on Dan's bits ahead of time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you step on my bits? Uh, That's an enormous uh, Johnson joke. Uh, anyway, so. Enormous uh, bits. That's what, They tried the enormous bits uh, t shirt line, and it was just a guy who had huge testicles and kind of a normal sized penis. And- <laughs> It did not do as well. <laughs> All right. The well, problem is enor- because it's normal size, it looks so much smaller. <laughs> Enormous bits demolition, and it was like it'll knock you down with these with these wrecking balls. And yeah. guys, these shirts are just not moving. Wonder, we just cannot move them. I, I wonder. I I would like to think that there was. Like a test, a test series of shirts that were all about people with giant testicles. It was like, and enormous, like em- oh, enormous. Uh, turns out that our research was wrong. Uh, men aren't as obsessed with having giant testicles as we thought. Okay, let me take you through some of the uh, failed shirts. Okay, thank you to the enormous Johnson guys, the big Johnson guys. You're doing great. Uh, let's now turning to the red side of the ledger. Uh, let's look at some of the shirts that have not been paying for themselves. The Enormous Bits team. Let's look through some of these. Enormous Bits theaters. Shakespeare wasn't the only one with a couple of globes. And here we've got here, uh, Enormous Bits award trophies. Don't you get yourself a couple of golden globes? Again, it's I'm, we're seeing a lot of the same bits, but they're not quite working. We don't, we've done some market research. It turns out that uh, many guys have fantasized about having an enormous penis. We all know, guys, we've all been there. Come on. We, the market research shows that no men have ever fantasized about having enormous testicles. I'm uh, we, sure not no man. Uh, statistical, statistically, a statistically irrelevant number of men. This enormous coconuts shirt you have that seems to be very uh, concerned with how hairy these coconuts are. Now, this seems to have a double flaw, which is the, 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 the insistence on large coconuts and insistence on hairy coconuts. 
and and the the, the legend as it's described at the bottom uh hangs low harry is all get out <laughs> <laughs> that's not it, it just isn't it just isn't selling well yeah uh okay well anyway my point was um <laughs> and now, now going to now and here oh, uh, now i wish that was the worst news we had at the meeting today but even the enormous bits guys could uh can be happy that they weren't behind the enormous one butt cheek shirts <laughs> this is apparently you know what guys we're not even sending these to the stores we're not even gonna try these on the market they just the shirt that had, advertises how Bad your back pain will be yeah. from sitting on just one enormous bunchy. <laughs> we've had a lot of we've had a lot of the beanbag one, we're not releasing that. The airbag one, we're not releasing it. We've had enough complaints just from the guys working the line down at the factory that we're just not gonna release these. We're gonna just send them to some poor country somewhere and kids can wear them. We can't afford regular shirts. That's just a tax write-off. So guys, let's just I think let's focus on uh just the just the penis for now. And, and let's leave the other body parts just off the table. Uh, what if the guy behind the big Johnson shirts had no idea that they were all double entendres? <laughs> like, I don't know why these are selling, but uh, uh. he's like, I, people love the idea of one huge everyday item. It's you know, they, they just they, who wouldn't want to walk around with a giant wrench? Come on, people would be like, look at that big wrench. <laughs> okay, well, okay. After so many false endings, I think we've arrived at the real one. Uh, if you've liked this, it's totally different than what we normally do. <laughs> and but if you if you liked it, then I well, we've got more questions for you. Uh. <laughs> but uh, tune in for a, a full length episode about a bad movie. Often we have um, great guests. Sometimes we just have us talking about stuff like this. Yeah, and, and next episode is uh, is Cage Miss, right? Yeah, Cage Miss, uh, not falling in December this year, but shortly thereafter. And uh, Josh, Josh Gondelman, the internet's nicest person, will be on with us to That's great. talk Nicolas Cage. We're going to try our best to make him say something mean about the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Jordan Cowling for doing uh, the editing and production and making it sound good. Uh, thank you to Maximum Fun, our network. Go to MaximumFun.org to listen to a lot of other great shows on the network. Um, you know, maybe like uh, iPodius, say, with Elliot Kalin as well. Or one of the ones that doesn't have any of our annoying voices on yeah. it. Uh, but, uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that YouTube junk. Uh, but for this Flophouse Mini, I've been Dan McCoy. I've been Stuart Wellington. And I've been very ashamed at the things that I said <laughs> in this mini. I'm Ellie Kalen. <laughs> Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.